On New Year's Eve 2009, we decided to come up with goals, not resolutions, for the year ahead. We wanted to take control of our lives instead of sitting back and letting life happen to us or pass us by. Every year since, we've created a bucket list that encouraged each other and worked toward achieving our goals throughout the year. In 2012, we started to document our journey in our blog, The Great Goal Rush. I'm Chris. And I'm Lissa. And this is The Great Goal Rush Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Chris and Lissa's Great Goal Rush Podcast. My name is Chris. I am one of your hosts, and sitting next to me is the newly crowned 36-year-old yes. Lissa Cameron Walker White. Turning tricks, 36. That's me, Lissa turn, Walker White. You turning tricks? Turning tricks, 36. Yeah, that's, that's what you decided on, all the other ones? Well, there's a bunch of them. Chris and I came up with like... Some good ones. Like eating dicks. Yeah, thirty six. Um, uh, some of them were inappropriate. No, I'm not gonna say because eating dicks isn't. No, but some of them are uh, really bad. Chicken sticks, thirty six. Yeah, get your fix. Licks, mix. Yeah, there's a lot. Mix. That's what I said. So we'll keep it at that. Yeah. But yeah, it was a. My, the last thirty five years have been really good to me. So. Um, well, let's hope the thirty six. I is look forward to great. thirty turning tricks in thirty six. Yeah. So. Here so, we are. So this episode is going to, well, actually, we're going to break the next two episodes down. Um, I think it's called, we're going to break them up, not down. We're going to, I'm going to break it down to you like okay. this. We're and we're going to break them up. up in this way. So the past week, we, we celebrated Lissa's birthday. And I mean, we, it was like the week we celebrated Lissa's birthday. And Naturally. It's a, it was a couple parts. So um, in this episode, we're going to talk briefly about, you know, what we did the Saturday leading up to the week of her birthday, and then our uh, our trip on Sunday and Monday? Yes. Kind and yes. then we'll, we'll save the second part of the trip for next week's podcast, because this will be a little bit shorter um, this week because... Maybe. Maybe not. It might. Yeah, we'll see. My guess is going to be a little bit shorter because life is happening quick. We've got a lot to do, a little time to do it, and I start my work year tomorrow which I am trying not to cry. Dear Lord, get me through this. Jim. If I shed tears, we're all family, so you'll experience it and I'll cry. But Drink that sweet Niagara wine with that you have right there. And then if you cry, I'll make sure to bottle the tears and then save them for this week. And I'll, I'll just drink put them, them in my wine and drink them. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so this, this trip was a bucket list trip. We um, had a, a couple of goals. I like scheming at the beginning of the year when we create our bucket list and decide, like, realize which ones are some crossovers, which ones we can do together, which ones are convenient for us to complete at the same time. And we had a number of New York goals on our bucket list, mm-hmm. one of which was go to... I'll name them all, but we won't. We only okay, okay. Chris, we are shook sticking his head. to the script. I will name. I was just gonna name them all. So no, all you're going to do is talk about the ones that we're talking about tonight. Anyway, uh, we we completed. Okay, so let me back up. <laughs> break it down. Well, let me break it down. The we wanted to. I wanted to go to a Wizard of Oz themed room. At a hotel in Roxbury, New York, which is in the Catskills, upstate New York. So I wanted to make that happen, and I knew the only time I could make that happen was my birthday, because that is the only time I could get Chris to come up six hours to 
travel with me to go stay in a room that is decorated in honor of the Wizard of Oz, my favorite movie. Those are facts. So that's what I did. But we realized that on the way home, on the way back home, we could stop at a number of uh, you know, other bucket list locations, such as Chris's birthplace of Poughkeepsie, New York. Yes. And then we went on, but we'll save that for another time. How about those ass cheeks on the edge of your seat? Mm, I like that. So, yeah, let's discuss traveling up to Roxbury. Right. Yeah. I want to say that when I've told people about this place, I think the first thing that everyone asks is, how did you find out about this place? I don't have an answer, but I will say that I I have schemed. I am on lists and emails and every other alert uh, when it concerns what is Wizard of Oz themed or 90210. So I probably was made aware of this hotel from something I was reading years ago, whether it was Judy Garland's birthplace, which was uh, in Minnesota where I visited, or maybe it was around the time I was researching for her final resting place, which was at the time in New York, now L.A. So, like, who who knows? Who really knows? But all I know is I knew about it. And I'm, I added it, and I knew I must go. Yes. Um, side note, mm-hmm. I forgot how strong this Niagara is, <laughs> and I'm going to be drunk by the end of this episode. All right, moving on. Do you have any questions to ask me as if you're a member of the audience that are strangers to me, and then so I'll that you can, you can prompt me? We'll get there. Okay. Uh, so Saturday... Oh, you're going to go back. Yeah, I'm going to go back a little bit. So Saturday, I had uh, my big family reunion, which is my mom's side and you know family down there, and we had a cookout which was a lot of fun, a lot of good food. And we did a banquet that night with, again, with more family, good food, great location. Um, Shouts to my parents for that one and everybody else who helped out. That was a lot of fun. Uh, And then from Saturday, we left Winchester and then traveled to, Hummingbird outside, by the way. Oh. uh, Traveled to Roxbury, New York, which was about a six and a half hour uh, trip. Mm -hmm. So we weren't in a hurry the only thing we wanted to do was make sure you had as much time as possible in that room. Yeah, I wanted to make sure we were there upon check-in time. Right. So we left fairly early. Again, it's six and a half hours driving, and we're talking, that's without stops. So, you know, we took our time going up the road and uh, finally got to this little town called Roxbury in New York. Um, this place... What was the population? 2,500 people? Yeah. There was no one there. There were really no shops. There were really no... There was one restaurant. Uh, one restaurant that closed at 2 o'clock named Chappie's and then turned into <laughs> another restaurant called like Cassie's at like 5 o'clock. Some strange crap like that. Uh, and then when we went there, they were out of hash browns. They were out of tuna. They were out of I think it was like menu. a farm to table type deal. I don't know. And they were out of so much stuff. Um, but we, we went there, um, the closest town to Roxbury was Margaretville, which was about 10 or 15 miles away. And that was a bigger town. And when I say bigger town, it wasn't by much, but at least they had a grocery store and some other things. So I would go out and get, you know, some groceries or something we could have on our trips. And Lissa was staying in that room because yeah, we, again, we, were, we, we checked sure, in. Yeah, we wanted to make sure she had enough time in that room. So, anyways, going to the check-in. 
So we arrived, check-in time was like at three. We arrived at like 2.15, 2.30, just to see if we could check in. And we were able to check in. And the hotel is, it used to be just, it looked like it used to be like a dingy motel. Yeah, it's like the exact same style format as any other motel. I just have to ask, who would have stayed in this place? Prior to them prior renovating. To, yeah, so what the owners God. did was renovate the entire hotel in each of the rooms. It's not an entirely Wizard of Oz themed hotel. Every single room has a different theme. So one theme is like an I Dream of Genie, so Genie Bottle. Another room's theme is like archaeologist digs like Indiana Jones. So, But it is decked out. Yeah, it's they, not just like, oh, look, there's a genie bottle in this room. It's a, it's full. The details are are really... Uh, Intricate? Yeah. And there are these, this, this, these two guys who redid the room. Apparently, they have a Broadway background. So again, attention to detail and theatrics is in their, their background. Yes. Yeah. So the Wizard of Oz themed room was so beautiful it was everything my heart desired <laughs> it had a yellow brick motherfucking road with as soon as you walked in yes that was made out of tile it had a green made from tile made what i say made out of tile made I mean, from it, tile yeah. whatever <laughs> so semantics crazy you had glitter, green, sparkly all over the place like the Emerald City Oz. Then you have the legs of the witch with the red uh, shoes on the bed. Then you have poppies painted in the bathroom. You have green mosaic tile, sparkly tile in the bathroom. It was just so beautiful. Yeah, I I don't like that movie at all. Um it's just lost on me. I just can't appreciate I mean, I can appreciate it, but I don't like it. That being said, that room was cool. Like, if I was a fan of that movie like you were, I, I would do the same thing you did. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to leave at all. I'd want to stay there the entire time. Yeah. So it felt like you were in Oz. It did. I felt like I was. And Not then the there's HBO a, Oz. A mural, <laughs> the a Wizard mural of, Oz. of, well, that's where they got it. There was a mural of the of oz there was a lion's tail like just there were special little little hints of details of the wizard of oz all over the place so we got there i was super tired so i wanted to take a nap chris is on the hunt for food so he went down 45 miles away to get uh dinner for us and i slept in the room and it was the weather was really beautiful it's up in the mountains so it was like 70 degrees right like it was, yeah, it was really like, cool I went running i didn't go for food oh well if I feel like you're always on a mission to get food for me. I'm always on a mission to get food. Okay, well, Chris wanted to say that he went running because he's so athletic. No, and then... I, at that time, at that point, remember we were trying to oh, decide. Right, I right. went, thank you. I'm just trying but to make sure that we are accurate. I decided, even though I, I wanted to go out and see the rest of the town, I'm like, I'm spending my money because this, this was my birthday present. This room was my birthday present. I wanted to stay in and soak in as much as I possibly could. The details just take it all in. And I did. So when you went to, you went down to the town, I was still soaking in the details, you know, but I yeah, took a little walk down the street and I, there's this art, there's this artist in a space that was making like weird, like aluminum foil art. So I walked in and we talked about a bunch of things 
And as I'm talking to this artist, over the loudspeakers I hear some old-timey radio show playing. And I listen to old-timey radio. Um, probably the only person under the age of like 60 or 70. Easily. And uh, I was like, what is that? And he goes, oh, we broadcast uh, radio. We broadcast a radio station out of this building. And this two-hour block is old-time radio. So I was like, oh, my God, a dream. So he's like, do you want to see how it's all broadcast? I was like, yeah. So he takes me up. Now, this could also be the start of a horror movie. I'm about to say, like, this is this is how white women die. <laughs> <laughs> this is how white women die. Just but, like, honestly. Hey, do you want me to show you this little small basement and where we record old uh time radio radio but like the likelihood Come of that on. working on someone like that would be a very elaborate scheme it, for someone to for have you? i i'm i know but like i'm one out of a trillion if that it that works would be. one time that's all they're looking for <laughs> so anyway we walked up to the recording studio and there uh we we walked in there were three four other people in there so i felt like if i were to die by the hands of multiple people not just one serial killer but anyway the guy turned the microphone on, started speaking. He was like, that was George Burns and Gracie Allen, and we'll see you next week, la, 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 la. And I was like, oh, my gosh, what a – I love George Burns and Gracie Allen. Like, that's my – that's one of my favorite shows that's on old radio. This is just – it was a dream. It was a dream. And then I walked back to the room and then just really savored. I took a bath. Mm-hmm. And, I and the world's largest bathtub, deepest. deepest. Yeah. Waited for Chris to get home and listen to uh, something else I recently discovered that I'm really excited about sharing, which is a reimagination of the Wizard of Oz musical which songs one? and uh, visuals. And that's by Tadra Call. And his album was released two years ago. And I think it's called Straight Out of Oz. And if... Anyone in this listening audience is aware, Tadra Call is like a singer, producer, choreographer, and friend of RuPaul's Drag Race. And, uh, hold on. Optimus, see, he's right there. He's good, good. And he uh, reimagined The Wizard of Oz and did it in a way that kind of went through his own life personally. And it's, again, it's a visual music it's just unbelievable so i'm sitting in the tub listening to that wizard of oz reimagination waiting for chris to get home with my gluten-free nudes noodles (laughs) and had the hotel knew it was my birthday so they left me a little bottle of champagne it was just like champagne this is a dream and it was it was indeed a dream so the next day we woke up, worked out, it was really cold, and uh, yeah. had the continental breakfast that the hotel offered, which was delicious, had yep. meats and cheese and croissants. Cereal and, and yeah. fruit. and it's, It was continental breakfast, but a little bit better. But like, also, where else would we have eaten breakfast? 10 miles away yeah. in Margaretville. So that was, that was really nice. And I was sitting in the room, and I was so overwhelmed by emotion, I almost cried leaving the space because I loved just looking at the sparkles and the glitter so much. And I don't know if that makes you mentally unstable. Some might say yes. No, but it was just so all the other stupid things that everyone has. We all have our thing. I was so appreciative and I had, you know, thought about this place for a while now and it was it came true 
and it was just so beautiful. Like I, I love glitter. <laughs> that's that. So when I see something that that's glittery and sparkly and shiny and colorful, it's just like, it's so beautiful to me. I just yeah. love it. Yeah. Like I said, not a fan of the movie at all, but that room was really cool. It made you want to see all the other rooms that they had to offer. Uh, I don't know how many people would actually go out to go out Roxbury of their way, yeah. because it's so far away. But if you're on the East Coast... If you live in New York, it makes sense. But yeah, from if, where we are, it is quite a haul. It is quite a haul. However, if I was a fan of Wizard of Oz like you were, I would definitely make the trip at least once. Yeah, it, it's... Definitely. It's worth going to. Everyone should go to that website that's kind of um, ancient. It's uh, stuck in the 90s. So you might not want to use your mobile, mobile device. But Holy, yeah. they, you can see all of the other room options. And if you happen to be in the area, definitely check it out. And the prices are pretty good. They're not terrible. So if you're a... They're, they're terrible. I'm <laughs> joking. Um, they're, they're not bad for a hotel that makes dreams come true. Right. So that anyway. was yeah that was that was part of your birthday uh, yeah. and that was a joyful tearful yeah. celebration, a very cool experience. That was definitely. I would wanted to cry leaving. I don't get like that. Yeah, but it was a Wizard of Oz. Gosh. Okay, so from that day, uh, the next day we went hitting south. Yeah. Towards Poughkeepsie, uh, which is a place in New York, which is a weird place when it comes to Lissa and myself because our families are connected to this town. Um, I want to say my sister and brother were, were both born there. I was born there. Ooh, ooh I don't know about... How about you just speak, to, speak about okay. yourself? For me, I know for sure. <laughs> I was born in Poughkeepsie, New York. Um, Lissa's sister was born in the same hospital that I was born in. So Chris and I both lived, our families both lived in Poughkeepsie at different times. Yes. But both Chris and my sister were born in Vassar Hospital. And, and our houses yes. were 20 minutes away Which from one Which we didn't another. realize until, so this trip to Poughkeepsie, this was a bucket list trip. Chris wanted to visit the, his birthplace. Yep. And again, it was like, well, this is convenient. It's only what two hours away from Roxbury, so we swung by Poughkeepsie. Didn't do much else there, just to we got no. the address, went to the hospital, and I could still I could still smell your birth. Um, yeah, in the hospital. there was there was afterbirth everywhere. <laughs> Slept on it going in. <laughs> it 30, <was> thirty nine <laughs> years later. Thirty eight. What? Yes, thirty. 30 going on thirty nine. Yeah, and then. We went to Chris's house. So Chris, you lived there what year? 1980, uh, right? We lived there in even before that. But you were born but there. I was How born, long did you live was, there? I we left Poughkeepsie when I was like two and a half, three. So 1980. So about 1983. Three. Okay. Yeah. So my sister was born in 1986. So right. we so we're lived, about three years. We apart. lived there 1985, probably 86. Okay. Which is crazy that when you think about that, there's only a two-year gap between when your family lived there and when my family. family yeah, lived and there. like your dad did not work at the same place that my parents worked, no. so it's not like they went to the same location. My parents at the time worked for IBM, and your dad never worked for IBM, so. It was just, it's weird that of all the cities and all the places that, you know, we could have lived, that at some point of our lives, we lived in the same small town in New York, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. I don't, unfortunately, 
remember anything about Poughkeepsie. That's another reason why I wanted to go there. It's weird. Like I've been to so many places. I've been fortunate enough to go to so many places on this planet, and yet I've never, I haven't gone back to Poughkeepsie at a time in which I could really appreciate it. And though we didn't stay a long time, I at least got a chance to see the hospital and the place, you know, uh, the place we lived in for a while. You saw the IBM headquarters. I saw the IBM parents, headquarters. The building, at least, or the yep. compound where right. your parents were. I saw our old house, um, which still has fond memories in my family. My parents were over here last night, and they were talking about how, I guess, my brother and my sister buried some coins in the backyard, and that would have been really cool to see, like, where, but, of course, we you can't we go around know. digging yeah. now in someone's house. Right. That would look kind of weird. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw my house. That was a goal. So it's cool checking off a goal. Uh, and then for you. Yeah, we drove to my house. And I only remember the outside of it because of photos. But I was three when we moved to Poughkeepsie. And I remember my sister being born. I remember going to my mom's doctor's appointment. So, like, though I was pretty young, I still have those memories. I, I remember being in the house, waking up early and going to the typewriter for some reason. I remember that. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, we weren't there for very long. Like we, we really weren't, I don't remember the exact time, but we left New Orleans when I was almost three and then went back to New Orleans. It must've been probably nine months because I was in New Orleans again when I was four and five Mm -hmm. and then moved from there to here. So it was weird to travel to Chris's old house and then my old house and to con- And realize to about, it was only like, 20 minutes away <laughs> yeah, from one another. That we were so close. Different times, yeah, so different years. Yeah. It's weird. And that was cool. Uh, I was very grateful that we had the opportunity to do that. Yeah. So two bucket list items completed during a span of 24 hours. Yep, and that doesn't even get to the second part, which mm-hmm. we're going to save for uh, next week. Save for another day. Do we have anything else to share about the, should we even bring up the Doctor Who restaurant we went to outside of Poughkeepsie? Because that was no, really we'll just, weird. How about this? Like I said, like I alluded to earlier in this podcast, everyone has their own thing. Everyone is obsessed with something that might be a little bit weird, a little bit off. Uh, Lissa is in love with Wizard of Oz. She, you know, obviously she just told you about it. I am absolutely obsessed with the WWE. People who know me understand that. It is on a different level of obsession. And then there are some people who are obsessed with like sci-fi. Now, for the most part, And when I say most part, I mean like 99.9% of me cannot stand sci-fi. I don't like Star Wars, Star Trek. What you don't like? Just let me, let me. I'm, I'm getting to something. Star Wars, Star Trek, all that type of stuff. Any fantasy things, I, I really do not enjoy. However, I do understand why people get wrapped up in it you don't like buffy that i'm watching you don't like that vampire culture you don't like no no Charmed, i hold stop that hold on culture, oh no 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 see harry potter don't bring this up. wizard stop. culture right but i love vampire culture so don't do that i just don't like just vampires don't like, that glow and i don't like stupid pop vampires just don't like women so that's different slaying vampires okay that is cool. not true you know i like women vampires slaying vampires yes it's fine anyway uh i i get that everyone has their own thing 
the Doctor Who phenomenon, I can't get. Well, you have I can't, you seen I, an episode? I, like, you don't get it unless you I experience can't, it. I, I've seen all the uh, creatures and the, uh, the characters. I just don't get it. And again, I stop, I'm not judging because, like I said, we all have our own thing. It's just that is not it for me. But to see the joy in some people, like the the restaurant we went to was a Doctor Who themed restaurant, which we didn't realize. We right. just thought it was a place where it we was gluten free friendly food. for you. So <laughs> we went in there for you. And we understood none of the references. No, but the people were super nice. The restaurant was really good. The food was delicious. Yes. Um, the but they had Doctor Who in the background, and there were probably six people in there when we walked in and they were glued to an old episode of doctor who like they weren't talking they weren't on their cellular devices their mouths were open yes they were glued to it and they were laughing and it was just like you turned around you tried to look at the show for a little bit and the parts where they were hysterically laughing i was like i i don't get it and then when they left they're like have a nice day and i was like Wait, no, they didn't. That was they were British. Australian. Okay, right. well, they were British. They were like, have a nice day. No, that's still Australian. <laughs> they were like, good day, mate. <laughs> they were like, good day, Doctor Who. What was that? Anyway, they said, goodbye, I'm English. God, that's really bad. Anyway, it's they were British. Terrible. Yikes. They were British. Yeah, they were British, but there was another couple that were in there that were American. They but were not British. They were not. A, yes, mm-hmm, sure. Yep. The three guys? No. The, the thruple? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were two women before yeah. the other two women came in. Okay. And they were American, but they were into the show as well. And who? I don't know. Who? I don't, I, I don't get maybe it. Maybe I'll get into it one day because I, I don't know, maybe I will because there's a lot of, I noticed when it was playing that there's a lot of Harry Potter actors in there. So I, I feel like I'd probably, I'd probably be down with it. I like time travel. I time travel, the time travel version, the uh, Prisoner of Azkaban was the best Harry Potter book. And that That's was... not saying much. That was about time travel, which I, which I liked. So so there's that. But our food was really good. Yeah, food was, food was good. Uh, we had originally... I would like to travel back in time to have that food again. <laughs> we originally sought out to go to a soul food place of all places in Beacon, New York. And they were closed on Mondays. So thank you to whatever soul, fla- soul food place that was. That was unfortunate. Closed on Mondays. Monday. Well, if you got to be closed on a day, Monday's the day. Okay. Or Tuesday, because Tuesdays suck. Oh, no day sucks. Tu- Tuesday is not a good day. No day sucks when you're lo- alive, breathing this air. Let me go through this for the people who do not understand my logic. I just saw one of my friends posted something. Was Sunday the beginning of your week or the end of your week? And to me, it's neither. My week runs like, so it starts with, so the weekends for me are not part of the week. Monday is Monday. It's the beginning of the week. Tuesday serves zero purpose. It's just there. It could be erased from calendars. It's squadoosh. It's nothing. Wednesday is hump day, middle of the week. Thursday is pre-Friday. Friday is Friday. Friday is getting ready for the weekend. Then you have Saturday the weekend, Sunday the weekend, and then you start it all over again. But Tuesday serves zero purpose. It's trash. 
absolute trash. So that's my... Maybe you should get a purpose for Tuesdays then. I, like Taco it, Tuesday? Well, if there was a purpose, it's that. The problem is I can't have tacos at 6.30 in the morning. Bre- I can't. Breakfast tacos. No. Which are just tacos. Which are just tacos. Meat tacos. Yeah. So that's it. Cool. Um, it's been a really... It's been a... It was a really good week. Uh, we had a great week. We had a lot of fun. Safely traveled, which is... Safely traveled, most, which the is most important. most important for sure. We ate great food. Ate fantastic food. We went up and down the highway safely. Um, New York's a beautiful state. It can be. Yep, it can be. Um, I know when people hear New York, they instantly think of the city. But New York has so much more to offer than just New York City. And we've so been to a number more. of places. Yes, we've, we have. Past three years, not this year. We were in the Finger Lakes region, which we've is its own. We've been super upstate. We've beauty. been upstate. Yeah. Rochester, which is chock full of history, um, women's rights history, and abolitionist history, and it's where Freddie D and Susie B are both buried. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's a, it's just it's there's good. a lot to it's offer. It's a good place. Yeah. Except for the winners, because the winners are brutal. Yeah. Um, that being said, kind of a segue here. Back to the the original. My point was, my summer's over. Yeah, this is signing off, folks. Yeah, this is almost you. You were definitely more depressed that one episode the week into your restricted diet. Yeah, did we even release that one? We released that, that. You were so... Your energy was sucked out of you. Yeah. Luckily, though, today you still have energy. Yeah. And it is not It is not as dire as that one. Episode. Here's the thing. I had arguably my favorite summer as on a record. teacher on record this past summer. It was fantastic. I was fortunate enough to go to Green Bay. I was fortunate enough to go to Charlotte, to Atlanta, to Chapel Hill, to Cleveland, to Denver, to Rocky Mountain National Park, to New York. I mean, I, I that was in a span of two and a half months. Like, I was moving, and I had a great time this summer. That being said my sweet summer is gone that's the hardest part it's bittersweet when you like going on a vacation a really great vacation and you come back and you're like i know i work yeah so that i can have this vacation but it's really hard when something is yeah. or you know a great weekend whatever it is it's like that's it's why you, really really difficult to transition back yeah. into that's why you really really appreciate the vacations that you have and I know for people who are listening, most of you guys who are listening aren't teachers. And I know you have no sympathy at all for teachers. I get that. But I do want you to imagine your job that you currently have and then taking two and a half months off. And then that feeling you would have the night back. before you go back. It's a, it's a terrible feeling. Now, I know... Like, it's a terrible feeling, not because, like, I don't want to deal with the students. I love the students. That's why I'm a teacher. Like, that's that's not it. It's the thought of not being able to wake up when you want, do what you want, eat what you want. It just... Travel to your, all these places. Yeah, you're on your you're on your own time. Back and this, to reality. You're, you're back to 
what work tells you to do. And so you're more exhausted when you get home and it takes a lot out of you. So it, it's not like, please don't cry for me, Argentina. I'm not telling you to feel sorry for me at all. I wouldn't expect you to. I just had two and a half months off and it was amazing. It's just when you've had two and a half months off and to get back into the routine, it's seriously, it's one of the hardest things to do. Mm -hmm. It's really one of the hardest things to do. It sucks. And I, I personally, I get really sad around this time of year because the, like the end of summer bums me out. Chris going back to work bums me out because I really enjoy him not waking me up at five o'clock in the morning and I love coming home and he's home and he's not like exhausted and he if there's something if there's something that needs to happen like with the dogs or you know something I have a pretty flexible schedule so I can work from home but if Chris has to if like someone needs to come by and inspect something I don't know then I can I know that Chris is going to be home and it just it's like it gives me peace of mind to know that he something can, needs to be done yeah, I'm can, home for he it. can take care of it and I don't have to like rush or change my schedule or whatever and that's two and a half months of that and it's yeah. it's been um I you make food and I eat the food you're just you're you are so helpful over the summertime. You're helpful all the time, but you're you can be more helpful in the summer because you're here. Well, I miss that. Real. I make food. You make food all year. the time, but my point is that you're not rushed to make yes. food. Like you don't have to do it all on Sunday yeah. or whatever. But you know, as we talked about changing your your mind frame of mind, your point of view, you are starting a new position. Mm-hmm which you created mm -hmm. and on the bucket list uh, and you are starting something new after 15 years of teaching the same subject. Yep. So it's like, what an opportunity, how exciting for this new venture. Oh yeah. I'm very I mean, much excited for you. I, I spent 13 years teaching one subject and then I had one year, well, actually, two years teaching another subject. Yeah, multiple. Right, and now that led to something else where I am still a teacher, but I'm also, um, I I'm taking another position, which details will come a little bit later this week. But no longer teaching PE, which is huge. But I'm no That's longer teaching went, physical education. That's when you went to school for, right. and which is really, I would never say it's great because. That's what I went to school for, and that's what I love. That's what I'm passionate about is physical education and health. But it's exciting that I'm taking up a new venture, and thinking about that this year, I am really excited about that. Mm -hmm. So going back to work, um, there's more excitement going back to work because I have a different challenge this year. That's energizing. And that yeah. will at least power you through the first couple of weeks. <laughs> well, it's funny because I was talking to my, my boss, and he was like, you're going to have to like reintroduce yourself all over again because you have been known for one thing mm -hmm. and now you need to be known for something else, which is like, I see that as a challenge. It's like, okay, bring it on. Let's do it. You're like Britney Spears, baby, baby, one more time. No, and now I'm like, Jay-Z, allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... Oh, Hope. I was thinking NFL the different... Owner. Or Christina Aguilera, Jeannie in a bottle versus Christina Aguilera, dirty. Oh, God. Christina Aguilera, dirty is the girl. <laughs> that was when Christina Aguilera was fantastic. Dirty. Yeah, I don't want to be that dirty. <laughs> I don't want to be that version. No. In a in a boxing ring. 
Yeah. Is this like with leather chaps on? Heavy Luther or skinny Luther? Because most people would say they didn't like skinny Luther. I have no opinion on the matter. Mm. I'll take any Luther. Yeah, that's a good point. Luther Vandross for all those young people who have no idea who we're talking about. And if we, if you don't know, go to Apple Music or Spotify and listen to Luther Vandross. He's an all-time great. And if you don't know who Christina Aguilera is, they'll know. Just don't even. Genie in a bottle. Remove, acapella version is amazing. Remove our podcast from your subscription yeah. because you don't deserve. Okay. All right. All right. We're gonna get copyrighted. They're gonna. We won't be able to air that. Uh, all right. So we'll share the we'll share the second part of our trip next week, and then I'll also get into my first week back mm-hmm. and let you know some of the things that's going on. Hopefully I'll be able to share a picture with you a little bit later this week. Mm. And to oh. let you know a little bit more about my position and maybe somebody out there could help. We'll see. Oh yeah, that's true. We'll see. That's very true. All right. Well, uh, everyone give us a one-star review. And Hold up. Give us a one-star review. And leave a comment. And then if you want to leave like a glowing comment, then that's cool. But what what happened is... I think some people think we're kidding when we say that. So we've had some people give us a one star, but then we've had people give us five stars. So now we're a three star. We're a three point five. So it's I like, think. wait a minute. We're now just it's just average. like we're average, right? <laughs> we don't want to be average. We want to be the worst or we the best. We want to be the shit, like shit. Shitty. Yeah. So give us a one star, and then say if you want to say, you know, the show is great, but they want to give. You they, suck. Yeah, they want Whatever. us to I give don't, one I don't star. Care. It's Whatever. Fine. It just. Just one stars, please. One stars are awesome. I like one stars. Um, All right. Have a blessed week. Have a fantastic week. For the teachers out there, put your head down and get through it. You've got this. We can do this. We are going to make lives better. You are. That's what we're going to do. You are. You do. Be the change you wish to see in the world, baby. Mm. Let's do this. 2019, 2020. Give them some more hype. No, I'm not going to get into it right now. I've had too much to drink. Okay. Good. All right, folks. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon. Visit www.greatgoalrush.com for our bucket list archive. And if you want to follow us on social, you can find us on Facebook at Great Goal Rush. Thanks for listening.